Welcome to your typical Shona protagonist. He's Kai, I'm Kells, and today we're joined for his first and last time by Cam, who recommended the episode this week for Urutsuki Doji. I don't know why the fuck we listened to him. Uh, first welcome. off, gentlemen, how are we? How are we doing? Uh, you just pretty much explained it. Uh, Cam is forever banned because he made <laughs> me watch stuff that I don't want to watch. You guys enjoyed it. I, You can't get mad at that. You enjoyed it. Deep down, you enjoyed it. And I'm, no. I'm glad to have given you that. I'm going to therapy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. So so off the top, um, definitely, personally, cannot recommend. Don't go out of your way to watch it. Um, as, let's see. As the erotic anime movie guide from 1998 says it's a formative work in the hentai genre and i didn't know this going in but i sure as shit do now surprise so camp tell me tell me a little bit about urutsuki doji urutsuki doji so i initially i saw this movie back i want to say i was 15 or 16 do i remember all of the shit that happened definitely not um would I say there's so much shit? Man. There's so much shit. <laughs> there, there is, there is way more than it should have been. But, yes. but I did know that it did have horror elements. Uh, horror that we'll get to shortly. But for all intents and purposes, it fit great for what is planned this month. No, <laughs> I, 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 before. Before we wound up with last week of Happy Sugar Life, which was on the other end of the fucked up spectrum, very, very much, much fucked so. up, but for different reasons, <laughs> I would say no, this was this was out of the blue. But since we wandered our way into gross horror, sure, this fit the vibe of the month in the worst way possible. Again, yeah, I mean, we have explored like the different qualities of horror you know we had the i don't i i don't know how to accurately describe the happy sugar life horror besides like weird like pedo horror is that okay probably not um i said it it's fine and then i don't remember the first thing we did this month but it was also scary yes it was less scary than either one of these two and my god so Uritsuki Doji lives in this world of kind of shocking horror graphic uh, anime that that's coming out throughout the 80s and, you know, into the 90s. And this is really where this kind of schlock uh, thrives. You know, we have other things like uh, Demon City Shinjuku. We have things like Ninja Scrolls. We have things like this. Uritsuki Doji. And it's all just pushing the boundaries. You know, the one the one that really comes to mind as as like a pinnacle of anime, uh, like a crown jewel is, of course, Akira, you know, and Akira has all of this stuff. It's got the body horror. It's got the weird sexual stuff that that is just there to be off putting. Whereas, you know, it's just it's, it's doing everything that it can, but. Uh, like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, too, when you think of this, the fact that this was written, directed, and animated way before Akira was kind of a, a thought there as far as their anime portion. And this, this artist, this, this writer wanted to focus way more on the erotica part of it the more dark humor with a little bit more supernatural yeah so it 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 pushed the boundary probably a little bit too far in my opinion yeah i i wholeheartedly with gusto agree this is pushing the boundary significantly too far to to be able to kind of appreciate or overlook where where all we wind up um, of course, anime-wise, this was released in what, 1989. 87. 
87. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, the OVA, the OVA with the with the uh the 13 episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then Akira released the year later, eight, 1988. So it's it's in the ta- same same end of the era, mm-hmm. you know, just for all of this. Um, but my God, yeah, yeah, we're we're pushing the boundaries just for the sake of it. And that's kind of a point I want to get to a little bit later. Is with with works of art because you know, despite my opinion about the 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 except nature of the content like this is still a work of art somebody had a passion and created it and drew it and it communicated something visually like something i wanted to get to later is does things like this have value just as visual media i mean yeah like everything intrinsically has value as art but like i feel like this is it's i don't know it's like one of the like overly expressive things i feel like it's just it in a way it's kind of like the greek sculptures like why do they need to be naked you know like why do i need to see this and that you know i'm like why do i need to see this but in this aspect this is very like articulate of like a subgenre that people enjoy in something that this place is culturally renowned for whether that's a good thing or not i guess that depends on who you ask but uh, there is a whole genre that has spawned from this work of, air quotes, art. So I think it has very, very much intrinsic art value. And I think that it kind of may have kind of needed to not exist as well. So, yeah. <laughs> of course, objectivity versus subjectivity, opinion versus fact, you know? Yeah. Um. Oh, we just go on a whole ass adventure, man. And I was watching this just behind the same time you were, Kai, and it was kind of fun to go, well, where the fuck are we going to go now? I just seen the worst shit I can possibly just think of off my dome. How are we going to wind up even worse? And you're like, oh, don't worry. We we find a way. Love (laughs) finds a way. Okay, so let's kind of get into exactly how gross, creepy, ruined uh, this this whole thing is. So, you know, the, the basic plot, there's three different worlds where we have our demons, our humans, and our beast people, because I guess that's a thing. Mm-hmm. And every so often, I don't know, 3,000 years, um, our, our fucking Chojin shows up. Our uh, what's it called? Our o our our over demon, over demon, or let's see, the super over super, fiend, su- super god is what it translates to, super god, super god. Yeah. My god, uh, you know, just comes back to life, gets reincarnated, and then reunites the the three realms into one, and this is the story of how that happens. Yeah, um, story very loose term. I feel like I feel like <laughs> this was I, I I one of the things that got me is I don't really know who the main character is, or for lack of a better word, like who the protagonist is. I'm just like I can't identify the basis of storytelling through this. Like, what was the climax? You know, was it when like he got hit by the bus? Was it when? They had the Mew Mewtwo fight in the orbs. Was it when Homedoo went into, like, the future? Like, was it when he was breaking her back? I don't know, man. Like, I just, I I do not know. Um, But I do know that there were definitely characters involved in this, and they were all pretty much trash, honestly, um, in my opinion. But, like, you know, somebody's trash is someone else's treasure. Okay, I I would like you to describe how they were trash. Okay, so I'm going to start with Totsu Nagamo. This man, literally we see him peeping in the girl's bathroom, getting some type of way for whoever really walks by. And then he's like, oh, it's the girl I actually kind of have feelings for. 
now I can finally do it. You know, before I was just feeling it, but now I'm like feeling it. And then he went and hid, and then he hid in the ball pen, got his blood licked by another guy. Like, that was a whole thing. I was like, why is this happening? Like, and then everybody laughed at him. I was like, how you gonna have another dude lick your blood off your face after throwing a basketball at you? And then you the one to get laughed at. Nah, man, that's not how this works. That was like, but bro, th- Ozaki is like the jock king, man. He is the sus king is what he is. I, um, I mean, he he wasn't the sus king. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> Nagamo. He was licking blood off another man's face. I mean, Nagamo was, be- was that person that you were like, okay, he might be your friend, but at the same time, he does a little bit too much. And uh, you don't necessarily associate yourself with him, right? Um, no, he ain't my friend. We ain't doing this. <laughs> I I condone none of the stuff that this man does. I mean, you don't have to condone it, but I mean to be his friend, I do. Like I have to be like I'm not gonna. If you did one fourth of the things, you'd be cut. <laughs> if you turned into the demon of destruction one time, my guy, you know, this one his time is over. Mind you, he did it three <laughs> times. So at least. <laughs> And one time, that was the only good moment we see. And he fucks it up by turning it into a demon. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. your your opinion of Nagumo is less than stellar. Because. Which I is just, reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> and then, Akimi belongs to the absolute straight. Like, how? <laughs> how? How, you, how somebody gonna try and kill me? Come after my life. And then you're going to be like, oh, no, he's dead. Nah, that he where he belong. He came for your man. And then you're going to go and comfort him. Nah. And then she was too eager Why? to just do everything for everybody. She's like, I get you have been through some trauma, allegedly. I mean, not allegedly. We saw it happen. No, no. We saw but, that. In the first yeah. 10 minutes, we get what this show is referred to as really beginning fucking uh, uh, the words they they escape me the trope they we have okay let's deal with this right here and now okay uh this is one of the reasons why i cannot recommend this um is because this is credited uritsukidoji is credited for the popularization of the trope of non-consensual tentacle sex also called rape uh heads up this is a show that's not okay and if you are not okay uh trigger warning just it uh, skip this episode, right? Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna be getting into some gnarly over. shit. I don't know why we did that. Um, yeah, horror, yay! Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, this is the show that popularized tentacles as a thing. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we we get to see the trauma, which is I don't know one of the only positive storytelling things we have that connects the dots between one thing and another, because. After that event, we get to see her kind of like hook up with Nagamo in that she's like, tell me it was it. Tell me I was making it up. Tell me it didn't happen. Like, help me bullshit myself into thinking it's not real. No, like we we get to see the trauma. Yeah. So shout out to her trauma. Um, Shout out to Kimi. (laughs) Uh, That doesn't change the fact she's for the streets. I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, I. I very much real agree with you on all aspects of that. But um like it was also she was really dumb. Like the fact that she was like, yo, can we take him to the hospital? He just had a steel beam go through his head. You know what hospital you know, is going to help him? When I saw that and she said that, and I was like, what body parts are left for this man for them <laughs> to, to take to the hospital? Like it's just blood and like meat on the ground i don't i don't quite understand that one um he did come back but uh yeah he was dead there's there's no coming back from that unless he's i don't know the demon of destruction (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean mean, yes also trauma doesn't can't comprehend the fact that you know uh Nagumo just got mincemeated. True. All right. Uh, uh, I feel you on the next uh, on the next character that we get. That's a whole punk bitch with uh, Niki. 
the dude who dropped the dropped the construction site on him. Like, how you gonna replace your dick with a demon dick? That was wild. You said I, I was got like, the best this man. This man literally. That's that's not even the wildest thing he did. I'm not even going to say the wildest <laughs> thing this man did. Well, we all know what he did, and if you've watched this travesty, you also know what he did. And like, the fact that he was, he was like, ha ha. <laughs> For a power up, yeah, man. man look, for a power up. Look, man. He had to do what he had to do, and he enjoyed. He didn't ever have to that, do that? Ain't ever have to do that? Nope. Yeah. She ain't no girl in the planet worth that in the galaxy in existence throughout time. Like, no. But my he guy, he a demon. It. He enjoyed it. Okay, I could be. A, he did enjoy it, but I, I don't even care. Like, I could be a demon. I could be a celestial angel. And it could be like another celestial angel. No, no, you, you know what? You, no, no. We're not talking celestial angels. We're talking about motherfucking demons, my guy. And demons come saying. with a lack of morality. That's I mean, I guess, enjoyed it. Yeah. But like, geez, I was just like, bruh. The incident on how that got on there, first of all, was down bad, down horrendous. That was and funny. This, man's, this <laughs> man was like, and I was like, bruh. Like, I'm just. I'm just so mad I was thinking about that. I was like, oh no, he it, it happened early. And then I'm like, he just how how it gonna happen early? And then your girl go get kidnapped like three seconds later. Mm-hmm. And that become a plot point for how your enemy gets a power yep. up. Like Yep. Good storytelling, <laughs> right? At least it was at least it was consistent, right? We didn't have a, a, a plot hole here. Oh my god. Make it make sense please uh it, it it's horny because it has to be horny mm-hmm. that's why i mean he it's, also he also got a he also got another form of the power up and that was the blood um and it did it do something for him i mean it probably did something for him if you get what i mean but not enough <laughs> not enough for him to you know complete his goal but i'm i'm, I'm sure he felt satisfied after that one too <laughs> Wow, I just like, and then you got the character, um, Lord, what's his name? Sukiya Kaiku, Sukiya Kai, the dude who I was like, bro, what is your purpose in this show? Like, you were here for three seconds. Like that—that that was when we had that weird um, flashback that we were confused about. That—that that was that whole thing. Like I miss this motherfucker entirely. Like what? So yeah, no, he was the one who was sent to destroy the chosen by the demon queen. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was easy to miss. It's not your fault. <laughs> like I'm just no. Like, I mean, I saw him. I saw him come back to life. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We were we were very confused when we saw that. We were like, "What? Who is he? And where are we at in the story?" Um, but he does appear there. There is some semblance of connecting story elements there but it was still very confusing it was extremely confusing and the whole demon queen just also i was like what are you like what is this what is happening like why is the demon queen not rooting for the destruction of the world like i'm just i I, uh, this whole thing man and then why are there so many dicks like i just Look, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got your you got your super tentacles, you got your laser dicks, you got your super dicks. I look, man. <laughs> oh, I don't know all right. Play. So so yeah. Let's 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 get into this. So of the many things that happened with this show, like I don't know, as mentioned previously, laser dicks. Yeah, I can't. I can't really either get over the fact that they were just everywhere, man. Just the the the. Yeah. All right. So the point that really got me, that just was like, oh, okay. So this is just what the fuck we're doing in this show. Is the uh, what's his name? His name is Nagumo. Nagumo gets truck cooned. Yeah. Okay. And then he proceeds to be resurrected in the morgue. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then assault the nurse until she literally explodes by becoming yep. a 3,000-year-old demon. Not going to lie, the events that unfolded, number one, I said, you could not pay me to be in there by myself. I don't know 
Who thought that was a good idea? Number Uh two is the fact that she was just like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. And then number three, she exploded into a pink starburst. Um, Or we're going to call that Fanta, if we're going to call it something. No, we're not going to call it Fanta. It's not fucking Evangelion. It's not Tang. Okay. High C. Fruit punch. How about that? Angel dust. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that yes. part okay, itself that. was probably, it wasn't expected, but it was probably the funniest shit that I saw thus far. Okay. <laughs> me, For me, me uh, <laughs> well, 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 I, I, I want to get to the part that comes immediately after this, like literally the next three frames. Yeah. The Kojin uses his hydra of dicks to absorb everyone in the hospital. I think that... And that's just where we're going with I, this. I, this is just the shit. I, I think... On, you know what? I, I have a theory. This is where they decided we're going to be the pioneers of something. I think that's where Cell got his whole being able to uh, suck somebody alive ability from. I think that's where that came from. I don't feel like it is. <laughs> I definitely choose to believe that it's not. So, I mean, you know, it was kind of the same thing. Uh, no, so it's not. <laughs> it, it's not. My thing is speaking of like the funniest parts for me. It was just it. It was like all of. Amana Jaku's character was just hilarious to me because this man was just on site to everybody except like his sister like and <laughs> what really got me is when he was peeping at the scene uh, with poor Akemi's like first like kind of thing uh, when he was peeping on that and then he was like man it's kind of hot I was like wait you're not here looking for the demon like you're not gonna stop her and he was like whoa he was like legitimately surprised I'm like bro what is your purpose in the story like what he's not here to save her here's to, he's, he's here to find the Chojin that's all he was about that's all he was about and little know he was very wrong about what he was about until when and I mean I I hate to use the word fair play because it's still fucked up. Um, you know, Amuru ja- uh, Jaku did step in the moment like the demon was like, and now I'm a demon. You know, this isn't just I don't know really fucked up in the first place. Now it's really fucked up and supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. Like. I I mean, as far as I'm concerned, him and his sister were like low key top useless people in the verse. Um because yeah, his sister didn't do anything besides like be a nympho. That's her thing. Like she's a no nympho, but she did nothing except almost I guess she was the catalyst for the Chojin coming to life by killing Nagamo, technically. By having him run out in front of like a moving bus. Um I mean, she call I, I would say that she called it right. And in, in the world of, of picking which one's the Chojin, she's the one who got it right. And it's Amuro's fault for running the fuck away into traffic without looking both directions. This is the moral of the story, honestly. Uh, fucking look both ways. And yeah. if, you, if you do, you might not get truck-curuned and then be like murder everyone and then birth the, I don't know, the fucking world's 3,000-year-old demon. Fuck. Yeah. I mean... Cam. I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> Help. <laughs> That's really the basis of the story, man. I'm just like, okay, so... If I if someone was like, <laughs> describe Eroska Joski, or however you fucking pronounce it, in like, as short as possible, I'd be like, okay. Demon baby wants to be born, so he fucks the world. It's not the baby that fucks the world. Okay. Yes, it is. No, he's controlling no, everything. No, he's he not. Says, it's not the baby. Not, not at the beginning. No. So the baby is born. The father is the one that cleanses the world. The mother is the one that basically cares for the child until that child is ready to be born into the world. 
Well, he says he's making them do that. Because, like, Nagamo and Akimi don't want to do that. But he's like, they're not going to stop. I mean, Nagamo stopped existing when he became 30 stories tall and decided to start laser beaming everything with a dick. Well, well, I He mean, was still there because Akimi was like, Nakamo, we don't have to do it. And then they had right. to do it. So, <laughs> so not only... Not only do we have a show where we have all sorts of crazy body horror and demonic things, we also, at a certain point, we get historical with it by talking about the Demon King of the Sea in 1923 that causes the uh, the Kyoto region earthquake mm-hmm. that fucked everything up mm-hmm. in the 20s. Uh, that that then later ties back when we go full kaiju. Mm-hmm. That causes uh, a fucking... <laughs> our main character. It causes our main character. Let me look at the fucking character list. Nagumo. Causes Nagumo to, I don't know, not only blow up the Demon King of the Sea, also blow up a fucking volcano. I think it was Mount Fuji. I think. I'm gonna go with Mount Fuji, but I don't really know where we are. <laughs> so so our main our main protagonist is not Nagumo. It's not him. How is it? How? I mean, other, okay, I know it's definitely gotta be fucking uh, dumbass Jaku. It's him. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, our main. I mean, that's our main guy. Is it? Nagamo's literally just there to be a catalyst. That is all he's there for. Period. No more, no less. Now, my issue is apparently Akimi, the girl that he has this child with uh-huh. apparently she's supposed to have some sort of power that we never hear about and that's why she is the one having doing the things with Nagamo against her will that's never explored okay. in this yeah and it would make more sense if it did but I don't think she was doing that against her will. She seemed well, pretty okay, willing. Okay. There, there's a time. Okay. Time out. There's a line which we immediately cross. All right. So this is the the singular only like positive consensual thing that happens in this show. After the whole thing with Niki and like two demons going at it and, and Nagumo murdering him and then having to deal with that. We, we we get him running off to not like to hide from that bullshit entirely naked, just running through the streets. Mm-hmm. And uh and Akemi is like, yo, Akuma or uh, Nagamo, wait. And they wind up at the school and they have consensual coitus, which is the only singular time that happens in the show that we see. And it's like, okay, we've been waiting for this shit. This is the only wholesome fucking moment we're going to get. And then he fucking Nagamo ruins it by turning into a goddamn demon half the way through, man. And it, it goes off the rails from there. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, so she consented at that point, but she did not consent to, I don't know, becoming the mother of the goddamn Chojin. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, so yeah. Like, I don't think he consented to turning into the demon. So yeah. But I why okay so when that was happening, um, when <laughs> Akimi's speech was like you gotta kill us, Jaku, like, and this will end. The children will die. Blah blah. All this and everything. Well, she's not talking to Jaku at that point. Mm-hmm. She's talking to Nagamo. Nagamo or the thing that became like, Nagamo, Nagamo. The the ancient demon kill 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 me, so we can both be free. Yes, yes. So when she's talking to yeah. Nagamo, the ancient demon. They gotta kill me and all this. I, I'm like, Kim, this is like dollar store great value Minato and Kushina right now. No. <laughs> like, no, no, no. <laughs> That's a far fetch. Like, this, I was like, when the speech was like, we gotta die, like, Kushina gave that speech kind of, You're- not in the same context at all, but she was like, we must die. So, <laughs> I was so the world go- can be safe. I was going to go with it. It ties into our episode last week 
where uh, in Happy Sugar Life, we open the show with Let's Die Together, because she says that motherfucking line verbatim. See, I haven't watched she did this. Say that. I haven't watched it, so I don't know. It's, yeah. You so were actually like, the one who told me that I should watch it, and then you never watched it, so that makes you You're right. I, I mean, you're you right, I guess. You're right. Okay. So, all right. <laughs> we're, we're into this now. Akimi's like, hey, I'm in my somehow priestess, otherwise supernatural bullshit that's not demonic necessarily. Nagumo, you gotta kill me. You gotta kill me while you still know I love you, and we'll just end this. And Nagumo is like, Akimi, and you see his fingers twitching, and then the baby in her womb is like, I will not permit this. <laughs> this is my fate. It is my fate to live. And then turns him into some kind of like cement creature that then goes off to murder the rest of the yep. world. That threw me. That threw uh, me. I, 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 at this point, I was like, what else can you do to catch me off guard? And then they did that. You know, when the when the when the child started doing that, I thought that was just the narrator. So I was thoroughly confused. I but I said, okay. I, I I guess we get an end to the story. No, that wasn't the end. But then we find out after he destroys the entire world that he's just encased in that for the next 100 years. And what happens after that? I don't know. But I think he said in 100 years he'll be born and Akimi will die and. I don't know. Jockey was like, I will come witness your child. He was like, I was like, don't act like you even knew them like that, bro. He was like, for Nagumo and Akimi. I'm like, bro. Well, I mean, that was his whole, act, like his whole plan to begin with was to witness the Chojin and to find out how fucked up the Chojin like costs. He's like, I'm not going to give up on this plan now. I'll survive. God damn it. I, I think it's when he realized that Nagamo wasn't the actual Chojin, just the the what 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 is the what is the word for it? You, I mean, father, I guess, of the actual Chojin, which is that child. Yeah, the demon of destruction. <laughs> I'm just mad you gotta do all that destruction and then still wait a hundred years to come to life. I'm like, bruh, I, I know, right? Like, shit, bruh. It takes nine months for a human to be born. You got a human ass mother, like. Fucking, let's get, let's get the show on the road. It would have been different if you said nine hundred years. I would have been like, okay, it's a it's a month per hundred years. Okay, cool. But you just said a hundred nine hundred years for the heart to beat. It takes ninety years to feel. I don't know. Bleach did something about that. Watch Bleach, bro. If you're watching this, just go watch Bleach. You'll be so much better off. Like it has spooky stuff in it. Um, does it have tentacles? No. See, Maybe. that's no, where you're missing out. For your that's where, yep. <laughs> Look, one we got sword out of this. People never let it live it down. Well, no, because no, there was no that, exactly. No, yeah. you hit, you hit it, you hit him with the more than one, and then that's exactly why. <laughs> I was thinking about Alicization with the pigs. Oh, yeah, you're getting the good stuff. No, this is the sh- um, good stuff. What? There wasn't tentacles, but there was a pig in Alicization that Leafa cannot catch a double. Oh, yeah, saying. yeah, that, yeah. Hold, hold nope, on. No, 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 I don't want to go any further in that one. Because that one was just so, wild. should have done that. <laughs> oh, my God. You brought that up, oh my and God. I wanted to erase that from my memory. That, that it, was terrible. It cannot be released. So, Sword Art, the worst intro. Well, I, I guess maybe the best intro to anime. Because it gives you a full scope of all the tropes and, and themes of, of this media. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. Um, okay. Uh, let's talk about something. Let's talk about why is body horror this prevalent in the late 80s to early 90s? Why, why is this the kind of golden era for, for this content? I'm curious about that. Or do you, think it, do you think it is? Do you think that it tapered off or did we grow anywhere? Honestly, at this point, I believe it tapered off a lot and it just became the point of let's use this for other means 
those other means being hentai specifically. Um, none of this was prevalent after 96. Um, like I said, is it needed? No. Was it there to tell a story? Somebody could argue that. I don't think I could. I don't think I, I, yeah. I, I 100% don't believe I could, but I believe it does exist now only in hentai at this point. Yeah, no, um, I, I would, I would kind of agree that the, this tried so many different things in, in one kind of production that we see, you know, all of these themes and, and topics persist throughout, um, Japanese animation, but they are kind of separated out and grouped in into different genres. Some that you find mainstream, and some that you have to go chase down um, with the right state of mind. But yeah, we're not seeing mainstream stuff like this anymore. And I don't even know if this was mainstream in the day. Um, but we're not seeing kind of as crazy stuff as we did like with the with Akira and and in the body horror vibe. Mm-hmm. We do get some of it. But, you know, there is definitely censorship. There is definitely separation uh, between the main what's mainstream acceptable and what is not. And this is kind of an example of everything that could possibly not be mainstream acceptable that you could fit in an hour and 45 minutes. I mean, pretty much, yeah. I mean, like, there's absolutely no censorship at all. There's very um, heavy themes of, like, you know, abuse forms of like, you know, sexual and physical and, you know, like mental as well with that Ozaki character who I don't even know what that was about. Like just the whole basketball player who had like the four women at his house. I'm like, what, what is going on? But, um, it's like a lot of, it felt like how taboo can we make this and get it out? I feel like, but it was also like the eighties where, you know, Elementary schools were smoking cigarettes, so I, I guess taboo had a different meaning back then. I don't know if we had defined like it's one of those things that maybe we, you know, with the VHS player and with new media, that the boundaries could be pushed. There was now an accessible means to push the boundaries that didn't require on like require television broadcasting. Right. right. So you could you could produce an OVA that could go straight to VHS and just be bought and sold without being limited by the censorship of broadcast uh mediums. And you know, maybe that's kind of what led to this is that the home video market exploded. Um but with that, you know, as as we progress, we still see these themes, right? Body horror, the one the one that comes to mind that does it incredibly well is um shit uh higurashi higurashi does body horror and kind of psychological horror uh incredibly well and well received but it doesn't touch too much onto the other themes that we see with like a show we did last week with uh happy sugar life it's the same vibe same kind of horror vibe but we we go and touch those themes that that are a little too taboo to be comfortable with. And this is a show that is showing here's everything you're not going to be comfortable with, but we're going to show you because fuck who's going to stop us. True. And I feel like one thing about happy sugar life is what I should have said last podcast is it deals with the horror aspect of what a human is capable of doing. I feel like I realized Mm -hmm. that like way later into the week into the shower thought era. Mm -hmm. But, um, no, this is just like, I got to ask him, how did you come across this? Like, what were you doing to, like, find Urdoski? So he was looking at he was looking at uh, the BBC Channel's four <laughs> poll on the 100 most favorite uh, an- uh, no, cartoons of all no, time. No. So I don't mess with the BBC because of stuff like this. I mean, <laughs> no, not the BBC. But I do have a penchant for finding these old ass, obscure ass anime. And this one honestly kind of fit the bill for what I needed to see, not necessarily wanted to, but 
needed to see as far as how far from within time frame wise era can things be pushed to one side of a level versus another. Um, I tend to find a lot of these, but apparently, you know, like I said, I've seen this when I was a kid. I just didn't really remember when that was that fucked up. Don't know where I watched it, but finding these old ass animations gives you an idea of specifically the thought that whatever writer is doing it, they have the penchant to do whatever they want with this. And they find a balance for them. Anyways, they find a balance somewhere to where it's perceivable that they can monetize off of this. This was heavily monetized as an OVA several. And he made a lot of money off of it. And I was very surprised that a lot of people would be interested in this. Um, I mean, it's mainly Japan because we don't really have the multiple scale versions over here. It's mainly them, but it makes you think who else is going to come across this and then going to use that as an as inspiration, right? DGNs? Yeah. Well, I mean, yes, we, we say DGNs and absolutely. Um, but no, there's just so much here that it's like you can take one thing for inspiration and and disregard the rest, then that can still be, you know, influential. Mm-hmm. Like, like the whole fucking blowing up the the city of Tokyo. You know, like we we've been doing that for years. But, um, you know, maybe the call back to the nineteen twenty three thing and making historical, uh, trauma referential to new supernatural themes. You know, that that might be something that could be taken away from this. There's just so many ideas. Um, this is idea heavy. This is not plot heavy. And that's kind of where it, it lives and, and succeeds in my mind. Now with that, you know, there, there are shows that I can think about that relate heavily to this, um, shows like devil man, devil man is just kind of in the same vibe of demonic things and, and kind of fucking with the perception of humanity versus demons and the, the things like that. Um, but getting back to the conversation about does it with a show like this, does it have value just as, as visual art or does it need more to have value? Um, I, I want to compare this to Evangelion because Evangelion has the same kind of uh, existential dread of the theming. It comes with the same, you know, it comes with a, a tone of fucked up things you know, as we get into um, the end of Evangelion, we open with Shinji just jacking off on Asuka. Uh, spoiler alert. Wow. Uh, unconsciously. So wild. So um, and and that's, that's a really fucked up thing to do and fucked up thing to see. But it's not... But it, it ties to the plot. It ties to the characters heavily. And, and you know, how do we... How do you feel about that? Like, does... This show compared to something like Evangelion, does does this need a a more cohesive plot? Does it need to tell a better story to be of some value? Absolutely. Um, okay, well, it needs to tell a better story, yes, but I don't feel like it needs to tell a better story to be of value. I feel like this show already does have value in terms of, like, it made me think, it made me have reactions. It wasn't like I was watching Boruto, which was just, like, what the fuck am I even doing? Like I could literally be outside painting my brown blades of grass to be green. That would be more productive than watching Boruto. Like this has some intrinsic value and, but it's nowhere near the level of Evangelion. Cause like, I feel like Evangelion, like the first, if anybody who hasn't seen Evangelion, when they see that Shinji Asuka hospital scene, the first thing you're going to be like, Oh, what the fuck? Who would watch this? And then, like, anybody who's seen Evangelion up until that point after watching it where it falls would be like, oh, wow. Damn, Shinji. Like, this is crazy. So it's like, 
I see how I could get there from watching Evangelion. Like, any point of this movie, I'm just like, what the fuck? There is no point where I was like, yeah, I saw that. That explains why he's eating that off her face. Yeah, uh-huh. I, poor, poor dude. No. Yeah, no. I, I, I can see that. Because they, they do throw in the line, you know, oh, my gosh. Because, like, there's a whole plot point with the basketball player. And he's like, oh, this guy's got to be the Chojin. And then he gets, I don't know, zapped to death. And it's like, what the fuck happened? Well, he did lick, Amin, uh, he did lick uh, Nagumo's blood. Like, oh my god, he's got to have his blood and or semen to be like a pa- like superpower. And that does play in later. But it's so kind of superficial that we just see the man, like, that. that's a line that's in there. Just so we have the shock of a man licking someone else's man's ejaculate off his face for a power up. Yep. Yeah. And I guess that's I guess that's the challenge there is that like the plot is only really setting up foreshadowing for even more shocking shit. And and there's no real cohesiveness to it. And until the very end when we do get the narrator and he does tell us what the fuck happens. Which I appreciate because, I mean, it wrapped up the story, but uh, that could have been said at the beginning, or pieces of it at least. Then we wouldn't have to have all these extra one-off scenes. Oh, it's a Chojin. Oh, the the blood of this character is going to make me stronger, whatever. Like, we wouldn't necessarily have had any of that. Yeah. I think if the runtime was shorter, I might be it might be a little bit more convenient to understand. Oh, he's just, he's just against it. 100%. Man said, <laughs> I'm just saying like, I find value in everything. It's who I am. I'm, I'm an empath or whatever. Um, my sociological scientists. Oh, uh, but like, I, I'm not saying it's unwatch. <sighs> kind of, I would not watch it again, but like, it's, it's better. no, it's, eh, I got nothing. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. It's what a. This was a amount of time I'll never get back because the time isn't even listed. So wow. Um, but it was probably like an hour forty-five. That's what it felt like. Um, the fact that this on Annulus has no recommendations and all the tags are absolutely horrible, and this is only accessible from the adult portion of Annulus, which I think has like five things on it. Like, actually, I'm I, curious, I, I don't know. I feel like just full blown make the hentai if you're gonna make the hentai. They did, man. They they whole ass did, and they added some plot to it. Took us in a direction. It did. Um. One, oddly enough, like I really felt affection for Kimmy only when she was like, kill me. I was like, oh, one thing I can say, and then she didn't die. The ending threw me off. I got to say that that ending not expected. <laughs> one thing that I can say that they did do right specifically are the character designs of these demons. They were all completely different different from each other and any most things that you see now there's nothing like it except maybe like Jinji Ito right Jinji Ito yeah it's about the only one that you can see that's kind of doing the same thing as far as character designs go those characters were wild and I did appreciate are you telling me Fisher from Bleach looks like every other hollow a lot of them do (laughs) Odds been sarcastic. 100%. Now, now I I agree with you. You know the the creature design is really where this this and the fucking um, <laughs> is really where this show lives. It it lives in the kind of grotesque creatures and the variety of mm-hmm. such and the gore that they can cause. Uh, a lot of of phallic and vaginal imagery with where eyeballs pop out of. It's a whole deal. Um, I do agree that it, they are very unique in that that idea. Um, and I'm glad you brought up Junji Ito uh, because that feels like the same existential dread, like deep, dark, gross uh, imagery 
that doesn't, you know, I, I can't say I've read any Junja Ito at this point, but I don't, I don't hear from him in the, I'm going to fuck you with tentacles <laughs> vibe. Fair. Right. So it's, it's part of this genre without the other part. And I guess that's kind of why he is so equally successful as this might have been. I will agree. Those are facts. Those are words that have been said. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's wind this out. Holy shit. We have watched Urotsuki Doji and, uh, holy fuck. The father I don't know of the tentacle stuff. So that was cool. That was cool that I can say I know where it originated now. Yeah. Yes. You have, you have witnessed history. Thanks, Kai. Um, Man, I got nothing else just like you. All I got to say is for you two, I'm glad you watched it. Welcome to. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> I'm going to need to like, I'm glad we got Vivid Strike next only because I'm like a different type of something. Look, I <sighs> I had the feeling you guys needed to think. This might have been too far, but you, you needed to think about it, you know? And I'm glad I gave it At least it wasn't you. memories. At least it wasn't <laughs> memories. I watched five minutes of memories, and I... No. That's fair. So, yeah. Uh, cool. I, I think that's it. I think we're calling it a day. You can catch us, hopefully, uh, for more on your typical Shadow Protagonist. On all your podcasts, that Spotify, iTunes, Amazon podcast at your typical Shonen protagonist, or Twitter as well at your TSP. How you have stuff too? Yes, you can find me at Static Dreads with a Z on Twitter because that's where I be at. Cam, where can we find you? Hey, you know, uh, in my in my dungeon. That's about the only place I got right now. In a barrel being rolled down a hill into the You're sea. You're welcome. Um, again, <laughs> <laughs> into the sea. Into the sea. You got any uh, social handles we want nah, to Nah, I don't. Catch the other catch the other product at Content Breaker on all your podcasters, Spotify, it's it's Amazon Podcast, or YouTube as well, Content Breaker. Holy shit. We'll be back next week for more. Your typical Shonen protagonist. Bye. Bye.